0: Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers.
1: In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we're talking failure. There's such pressure in today's society to be a success that we often find the fear of failure debilitating. But the reality is that we all fail. We fail at relationships. We fail at business. We fail at personal goals. We fail at being true to ourselves.
0: But failure isn't the end unless we let it be. It's an integral part of trying. If we never fail, we're not taking risks or pushing boundaries. We're playing it safe. And safe might feel comfortable, but it doesn't foster growth or a life well lived. So in this episode, we unpack all of this so that you don't feel so alone. This is about celebrating failure as the positive signpost to growth it really is.
1: Hi I'm James Davis
0: and I'm Claire Davis.
1: We're the Midlife Mentors here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness.
0: The balanced no-nonsense way.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors Podcast with me, James.
0: And me, Claire. You said podcast there, Midlife Mentors Podcast. I did say
1: podcast. You're (laughs) right. Quite right. How
0: is everyone? I'm very excited because I'm getting quite Christmassy already and it's not December yet.
1: It's different from last year. You were such a grinch last year.
0: I know. I know. It was because we were away from home. So the last three winters, James and I haven't spent in England. But last year we went away and I did get really homesick. We were in a and I got very homesick. You
1: did. Meanwhile, I was loving it.
0: I know, I know. So I am so excited about being here. It's the first Christmas in three years that we've been at home, and I'm currently, as we're recording this podcast, burning some lovely Christmassy smells in the background.
1: Beautiful, they
0: are, aren't they? You do like them.
1: I do like them. It, do. It, it does make the room smell nice. We've
0: ordered our Christmas tree.
1: We have ordered our Christmas. Well, we've been to some Christmas events already, yeah. I know,
0: I know. So there we are. I hope you are getting all Christmassy. Um wherever you are, and whatever time you're listening to us maybe you're listening to this <laughs> in the summer, but this is uh, coming months into later, yeah. months later. This is coming into Christmas twenty twenty three. How on earth did that happen? Does anyone else feel like the year has just flown by?
1: And what a strange year. It's it has been. been
0: a strange year. And actually kind of leads us on to talking about <laughs> um kind of in a way, failure, right? We're going to talk on this podcast about failure. Um, and we are going to share some of what's happened to us in our personal and professional life. And actually some of the things that haven't gone as brilliantly this year, probably. Hmm. Yeah, it has been a strange year.
1: It has been a strange year for sure. Um, but this, this conversation we really sparked. I was actually um, in a men's networking group. And we were talking about failure and how, I think especially for men, there's a lot of pressure um, not to fail. So we, we tend to hide our failures or be ashamed of them and then we put them put them away. So um, we might take some sort of responsibility for them, but often we feel that we've let ourselves down, we've let other people around us down. So we might tell ourselves a different story around it, create a different narrative. And in a sense, we're trying to hide from our failures and with that hiding comes a sense of shame, right? So we feel that shame around it. That just amplifies. There's a the shame of the failure itself and then there's a the shame of trying to hide the failure you know, from ourselves and from others. And I think that's really unhealthy. We're in this um, society now. I think it's driven by social media. Everyone's like, yeah, you've got to be going all the time. Failure is a weakness. You should never fail. Actually, you know what? Failure is just a feedback loop. Um, if you're not failing, you're not trying. You're staying in a comfort zone. So I think we have to get... Really used to getting comfortable with failure and talking about it more, and even like to some extent celebrating it. Going, wow, well, wow, that's that's great. That that didn't work out. What did you learn from it? So you can go again next time, doing better.
0: Well, the fear of failure stops people doing anything in the first place as well. I think, you know, when when we're children, let's go back to when we were children. Like we didn't have years of memories like a bank of memories did we when we were younger we didn't have all those memories of things that haven't gone right and so when we're younger we just we go all in don't we we just go all in we're not we're not concerned about whether it does or doesn't work we're just really in the moment we're really in the journey of it we're very present with it i think it's as we get older and we have disappointments and we and we fail in inverted commas that's when, like James said, like that shame, that embarrassment, uh, that's the self-loathing comes up. And it feels so painful that we don't want to do it again. Like We don't want to mm. keep repeating that feeling. So our subconscious mind just holds those banks of memories onto those bank of memories and really can stop us and make us very, very inert from ever doing anything that might risk us failing and looking like an idiot. And I think that is such a shame. It is—it's a, a huge shame, and it's a real stumbling block for people. And that's why I think um, James just mentioned there, we really want to destigmatize this idea that failing is something to be ashamed of, something to be embarrassed about. If you are not failing, you're not trying. And we have this beautiful opportunity of this incredible life. It's such a gift. And if we have dreams that we really want to go for, desires that we really want, surely it's better to try and fail, try and fail, than to stay in a position that's not meant for you. Your soul is calling us, our souls are all calling us to do more, to be more, to kind of sing our own song. And if the risk and the fear of failure stops us and prevents us from doing that, that's a real shame. So mm-hmm. that's why we wanna we're gonna share some of the stuff that's happened to us, not just this year, but in previous years of us working together in our personal life as well, because vulnerability is it's also about vulnerability. It's also about being able to stand in your power as a as a messy, messy human being, and say, I, I fail all the time. I fail all the time. I've been disappointed so many times. And to a degree, it absolutely does stop me doing certain things. But when I catch myself being like feeling like I'm being stopped doing those things, I I do push myself forward. I do put myself out, my, out of my comfort zone. And it does get easier. It does. Mm. I'll
1: say, like, we to put some boundaries around this, actually. So um, we're not talking about here about going going out, going, oh, I know I'm going to fail at this. Of course not. We always want to go forward with the idea that we're going to succeed at our goal. But we have to not fear failure so much. You know, it should be there to an extent. So it's driving us to take all the actions we need to take. But when that failure comes it's about going okay what could I have done differently what could I have done better what have I learned this time so I can go again but I think it's also recognizing you know what sometimes in life um, and this is not a get out but sometimes you can do everything right and fail anyway and that's not a weakness that's just life right mm. life just plays that way sometimes mm. so we need to get used to actually building this emotional resilience around failure rather than fearing it and hiding from it actually start by going okay yeah, I'm going to go for this thing. I know I'm going to nail it. If it doesn't work out, they're going, oh, you know, that, that didn't work out. Of course, I've got an emotional reaction to that. I wish it had worked out. But, okay, what did I learn? Where am I going to next? What's my next move on this? Because as long as we keep having it as a feedback mode, we won't lose. You know, when Edison was attempting to invent the light bulb, his famous story, you know, like he had uh, like tens of thousands of, of failed experiments and the reporter asked him, he said, you know, what's it feel like to be to be such a, a failure? And he said, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. Mm. Um, and he, so that's the whole thing about, you know, he was trying, trying, trying until he found the way that did work.
0: And I think we have to not take it so personally. And I think this is so hard, right? It is so hard. Of course we take it personally. But I think we we can train ourselves to reframe those failures as like this is nothing personal this is this is what happens to everyone every single person fails at some point in their life over and actually the more the more you are living your life to the fullest and i think wanting to experience as much joy and that kind of like inner purpose that you have the more you are going to fail like the more you put yourself out there the more you're going to fail that's just that's just a fact I think we need to take it less personally. But also, here's the thing as well. We need to have less attachment to the outcome. I think where we have most of our disappointments because we feel like, we, you know, disappointments that we've found is because we are like clinging on to a way that we expect it to be. Like we don't, there's no acceptance around how things flow. It's like it had to be this way. It had to be. It had to work in this way. And if it doesn't, it's a failure. And it and it's a personal thing. Here's the thing, though. It's the journey, and I know that might sound woo woo and trite, but it is the. It's part of your journey. It's part of your hero's journey, your hero story. Um, and so to be able to accept that it might not always go exactly how you planned, but actually, here's the thing, it might be just what you need. We, uh, us humans, we we constantly try and control everything and the way it's going to work out, but what we don't do is be more in flow and actually think, okay, that part of that failed, maybe because I'm supposed to learn the lesson of it and go in this new direction. So acceptance is a really, really huge part of being able to deal with failure, I think.
1: Yeah. I think mean, it's quite an interesting um, cultural phenomenon of how we view failure as well. You know, um, I think in the UK we view failure as again something shameful. We said that you know, oh that didn't work out. I feel bad. You know, if if some if a business folds, it's like oh you know you, they must be no good. But if you look at the US, you know, successful entrepreneurs there, it's almost like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, that work, that business went under. Oh, I went bankrupt with that. But now here I am doing this. It's kind of like people are very open about talking about the failures they've had that have actually accelerated them to where they are now. Well, because
0: it builds the character. Mm. It builds the person. You know, yeah, show me someone that's not uber, uber successful, that hasn't failed over and over and over again, and had those knocks of confidence. And it's, it's these these things build character. They build resilience. And actually, those are the successful people that you see. Um not people aren't just I don't believe people are just lucky I don't believe um people just it falls on people's lap I think they fail their way to success over and over and over again and and so I just wanted to share something from my side of uh, my experience you know from a personal experience I've I've had two two failed marriages that's you know I I I went through a really long period of time thinking I'm a failure at relationships you know that's that's the story I was telling myself until this lovely well actually I'd already started mending that that story otherwise I wouldn't have welcomed James into my life energetically I wouldn't have welcomed him into my life but you know I had to do a lot of healing around that story about the failure of me in relationships and you know, what other people thought of me. And then also, from a business perspective, I started like two or three businesses in my 20s. You know, and they were, do you know what? They were magnificent. They were magnificent ideas. Um, I created an entire online program before online was really a big deal. This is years ago. So I found all the tech. I just did so much around it. And because of my own belief systems, I failed at it. The stories I was telling myself, I failed at that. So... I could have just let those failures um, ruin me. I could have let those failures just perpetuate and keep going and keep going and keep going. But I believe that the more the more we try, the better it's going to get. Um, I don't feel like it's going to stay that failure forever. I feel, I knew in myself that it was part of my journey, part of my me evolving. And even some of the failures that we've had this year, we've, we, um... There's a piece of tech that we invested in. There was a whole host of stuff around it. It didn't work. It failed. It's not working the way we wanted it to work. However, I truly believe that that failure is a blessing. I do, genuinely. And this is the different mindset shift. I believe it's a blessing because it has sent James and I in a new direction. It's given us a lot more clarity about what was wrong and what was right and what we were doing wrong and what we've been doing right. And actually, it's just built me as a person. It's built my own resilience even more.
1: Mm. So the important thing to remember about failure is a failure is only a failure if we allow it to become terminal. right? And that's all too often what happens. We want to launch that business and we try and it doesn't work at the first attempt. So then we're like, oh, okay, I'm not cut out for this. So we give up on that dream and we're going to do something else. That's when you're letting failure become terminal. As opposed to... Oh, I launched that business. It didn't work out. Okay, here's. I understand why it didn't work out this time. What am I going to pivot to now? How can I reinvent that concept in a slightly different way to do something different? Right, I'll go again with that, mm. and we keep going and we keep going. So, failure is only permanent when we decide it's permanent. Um, yeah, you know, I've had my failures when I moved to Ibiza. First of all, my my idea was to just like run run a gym and health centre uh and kind of take it easy but uh, unfortunately there was a lot I should have done very differently in terms of like checking the books the accounts all this kind of stuff um so I had to pivot and I had I I pivoted I launched a really successful retreats company um which I am just
0: I'm just amazed I always I always celebrate that because I know how I wasn't with you at that point but I know how difficult that was for you when that business had to fold Mm. And you pivoted so successfully. So successfully. It's amazing.
1: And pivoted again, you know, COVID comes along, it takes away, you know, the travel business. So we pivot into online. We make that success. So it's, my message to you is like, let's stop fearing failure. We don't want to go out there actively seeking it. But when it comes, let's use that as an opportunity for growth, right? And I think especially for the men out there, for for men, we feel this need to be the provider. We feel the need to always offer solutions. You know, this is the thing. um, Women are quite happy talking about, what's bothering them in their life, their emotions. But when they do that, they're just not necessarily looking for a solution for it. They're just standing out. Whereas a man is just like, ah, oh, right, I hear a problem. What's the fix? What's the fix? What's the fix? So we're trying to fix things all the time. And of course, the more we try and fix, the more we try and launch, the more we try and do things, the more we're going to fail. And then we feel bad and we hold that shame. And it just holds us back. So message to men out there, let's start talking to each other about the failures, relationships, business, whatever. What we've learned from them and really start supporting each other as a community to move forward. Mm,
0: absolutely, and the women that are listening to this—if they're you know the men in your life—James is doing such amazing work at the moment. If if this resonates with any of the women or any of the men that listen to this, um, then I do really, really encourage you to to get in touch with James in some way. Team at themidlifementors dot com because. Um, this is really, really important. It is so, so needed, especially for men. Um, but what I was also going to say is like James alluded to there, it's, it's about also being in the right space and with the right people in the right community. If you're in a, in a, in a place where no one risks, where no one risks anything, so they never fail, you're going to be way more risk averse and you're, and you're going to fear failure. It's about who we surround ourselves with. So if you're in a community or are connected with people that talk about their failures, but how it doesn't stop them and how they move on, they inspire you. So make sure those people you are around have failed loads of times. But guess what? They don't quit. They reinvent. They're resilient. They, they believe that there is something out there. They believe that this is part of their journey, part of their hero's story. So it doesn't stop them. Mm. So even if it knocks us down, listen. At the beginning of the year, I was knocked down with with burnout. I I I was knocked down. But here's the thing: I wasn't out. I was down, but I definitely wasn't out. I just here's the thing: sometimes we just need to rest. That's okay. It's okay to have some space. We go at a million miles an hour all the time. Hands up that I did this for for years. Okay. Um. But it's oh, what we need to do is actually sometimes just rest. You know, lick our wounds a little bit, the failures, the disappointments, and then go, okay, what's the opportunity in this? What? Um, what's the next part of the journey? Because failure is is a absolute prerequisite to success. Mm-hmm. You have to go through failure in order to get success. And we have to stop um, kind of not accepting the journey. We have to accept the journey more. We have to be more able to flow with it rather than thinking it's got to be a certain way.
1: I'd say we put labels on things, don't we? So it's like, you know, if we, try, if we try something it fails, it's like the label we give us is that harsh inner critic. It's like, oh, I'm a failure. i failed at that. I'm a failure. Well, well guess what, you know? Um, a failure is someone who lets the failings define them, who sits there and doesn't take any further progress forward and lets that, that become their story. The story of their failure becomes the overriding narrative of their life. The
0: victim. Mm. Yeah.
1: Someone who's successful will take that failure... And use it to motivate them to move ahead and do something new, do something different, so yeah let's start let's start mm. talking about our failures proudly, yeah, and uh, where they're driving us to and what we 're doing with them
0: absolutely let's wear them kind of as as scars and badges of honor because you know with us doing that we'll inspire other people that are afraid to take risks that are afraid to fail, we'll inspire others to to do the same by putting our hands up and saying, happens to us all the time, this is connection, this is community. So, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I don't know how long that was. Felt like it was, it went really quickly. But yeah, just some little nuggets of, of wisdom from myself and Mr. D there. And um, as always, we'd love to know your thoughts on on our podcast. Please do like, share um, and rate our podcast as well. It really does mean a lot to us. It really does. And it makes the world a difference. We don't... Take We've been um, approached for advertising and stuff. We don't take it because one of my absolute pet hates, I absolutely hate um, long, lengthy ads in podcasts. It's not why I'm listening to them. We don't want to disturb your listening experience by doing that. But in turn, please, please like, share, and rate this podcast because, I said, it does mean a lot. And if you want to know about any of our programs that we run, we don't talk about it enough. That's one of the things that we fail at. (laughs) We fail at not telling you how you can be in a space with us, in a community with us. And um, if you do want to know how how we work, we do one to one stuff. We do coaching programs. We do stuff for corporates. We run retreats. We run workshops. And um, if you want to know a little bit more about that, rather than navigating through our website or whatever, just ping us an email, and we'll 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 let you know um, what how we might be able to support you, how we might be able to support you. So always email us at team at the dot And that's it for now, I think, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Sending you big love.
0: Sending you new big big hugs. Take care.
1: you've been listening to the midlife mentors with claire and james davis
0: yeah. we'd love to hear from you so drop us a line at info at with any questions yeah. or topic suggestions
1: and make sure you join us on our facebook page and youtube channel you can find us under the midlife mentors
0: yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And don't forget to take the Midlife Reset audit now to receive personalized insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.